Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Need a place to talk sports? You've come to the right place. CBS Sports Radio. Live from Milwaukee, it's Bart Winkler. CBS Sports Radio, I am Bart Winkler. This is the Bart Winkler Show. David Shepard is here. Marco Belletti with us throughout the night as well. Bartometer was fired up last hour. It told us which teams would not make the playoffs. It eliminated eight different teams. One of the teams that did not eliminate was the Chicago Bears. Still, we'll see what they do. But not only do they have a chance to make the playoffs, there's a couple of scenarios where they could get into the postseason. But the big thing is what they're going to do with that number one pick. And we've been talking about it and talking about it. And I thought, you know, I've got a guy who I know who's talented in this business, has done radio in Milwaukee at 1250 a.m. The Fan has done radio in Chicago, still does 670 the score. I believe he spent like a week in Sacramento. So I thought I'd talk to him about the Bears. It's Rami Makloff. Rami. It was 13 months in Sacramento. Thank you very much. And thank you, Bart. (laughs) It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. And uh, I'm proud of you, buddy. I know I told you this off the air, but proud of you. Known you a long time. It's very cool that uh, my friend is a national radio host. Well, my friend is a... Stand-up comedian. I was going to say national, but I'm not quite sure where you all actually toured. So um, Technically, yeah. Midwest, <laughs> West Coast. Yeah, I've been everywhere. That counts. <laughs> that, that, that counts. Uh, Rami is tweeting. Check him out. Rami, R-A-M-I-E, is tweeting. Um, so I talk about this Bears a lot, this, this draft yeah. pick. I think that this actually is one of the, like, it'll be one of the top ten butterfly effect moments in the NFL in, I don't know, 50, 70 years. I think there's so many things that whatever the Bears do, whether they keep Caleb Williams or draft and keep Caleb Williams, if they take another guy somehow out of the blue, if they go with Justin Fields, whatever they do, I think that this is going to affect so many different scenarios, and I'm so captivated by it. As a Bears fan, is there that level of excitement of what's going to happen and that you're going to get a either way, either better picks, better players, a good quarterback, or – are you just petrified that you're going to screw it up? What, what, what's a Bears fan think? 
Oh, no, I know they're going to screw it up, Art. <laughs> and no, no matter which way they go, they're going to screw it up. That's that's what they do. They break quarterbacks. Chicago is where quarterbacks go to die. I think they have a perfectly fine quarterback in, in Justin Fields. I just, don't, I just think they don't know what to do with a good quarterback when it falls in their laps. And I – I think they're going to go with Caleb Williams, and I, I as a Bears fan and, and as somebody who, who likes Caleb Williams, I wish the best for him, man, but the odds are against him. The, the way that, that, that quarterbacks go in, in Chicago, the odds are against him, and it's funny. You said, you said you could see them making the playoffs this season. Honestly, Bart, and you know I know that you're a, you're, you're a Packers fan, I don't see how the Bears don't finish in last place in the NFC North next year, no matter which way they go at quarterback. I just They will have the worst head coach in the division, and no matter which guy it is, I think they'll have the worst quarterback in the division just based on what we've seen from Justin Fields. If he's the quarterback, if Caleb Williams is a rookie, if Kirk, if Kirk Cousins comes back, Kirk Cousins, Jordan Love, and, and, uh, and Jared Goff are all better than whoever is lining up under center. You have the worst coach and the worst quarterback in a division. <laughs> You're not winning that division. The Bears aren't making the playoffs next year. And whoever is their quarterback will be doomed to be the quarterback of the Chicago Bears until they're broken. This is this is optimism from Rami on the, uh, the Bears. This is, this is normally more optimism. Rami Makloff joining us. We're talking about this Bears number one pick. How much do you think, because they kept their, their coach, they kept Eberflus. Why? No one knows. How much do you think that that is going to come into play? Because you could either keep Fields, and then you know if you get rid of Fields, well then Eberflus is there for what? But then is Eberflus the guy you want to have to bring Caleb Williams into this league? And then if he's not, why is he here in the first place? Why are you going to do this? This is what you did with Fields. You did it with Nagy and Fields, and you fired Nagy, and then gave him someone else. Now it just seems like they are almost intentionally doing the same cycle that they did the last time they had this opportunity. And that's, that's exactly why I'm not, I'm not as optimistic as some people are about, about the bears and, and as optimistic as you set me up to be about the bears part, it's that reason right there. If they had fired Eberflus and said, we're hitting, we're hitting the reset button at coach and at quarterback. And this is Ryan Poles, the general manager. This is, this is his, this is his thing now. 100% moving forward. I would be like, okay, cool. Like I like Justin Fields, but I understand like a GM wanting his own quarterback and a GM wanting his own coach and the rookie quarterback contract and everything that comes with that. But the fact that you kept Eberflus around a tells me you're, you're not hitting the reset button and, and B you're probably going to be looking for a coach in a year, which means Caleb Williams is going to be playing for a new head coach. He's going to be playing in a different offensive system. And like you just said, they're repeating patterns that we've been seeing now for, I don't know, three, four, five cycles and over a decade of, of the Bears hiring GMs who inherit coaches and or quarterbacks that they don't want and coaches inheriting quarterbacks that they don't want or quarterbacks getting coaches they don't want. I want to see this organization get on the same page top to bottom from the, from the president to the GM to the coach to the quarterback. I want to see this organization on the same page for the first time in, I don't know, like I said, maybe a couple decades. 
And I think that's that's what needs to happen. That's why I'd like to see them either sink or swim together. And when I say they, I mean Poles, the GM, Eberflus, and and Justin Fields. If if it works, great. And if it doesn't, fire everybody and start this thing all over again. I've been starting over for forty years. Is the problem? Yeah, but they but they don't ever really start over. They'll they'll fire one guy. They'll fire they'll fire a GM and bring him in and go. All right, here's your coach and your quarterback. Or fire two guys and be like, all right, guys, here's your quarterback. It doesn't that doesn't work, Bart. You know you're a Packers fan. You've seen you've seen presidents pick their GMs and yeah, GMs great. pick their coaches and coaches pick their quarterbacks and everybody is on the same page. And there's something to really be said about that. The uh, Chicago Bears are the number one overall pick. We're talking about it with Rami Makloff. You can catch him, one of the many great voices on 670 The Score. Also, check out the Rami and Drew podcast as well, wherever you get yours. Um, I was really upset last night. I I was upset because there's been multiple people that have suggested, almost as if, like, they're the ones that just thought of it. Like, hey, what, what if the Bears keep Caleb and Fields? And I don't see any scenario in which that happens because everybody would be put up at a disadvantage. Everyone would, you would, that would be the absolute worst thing you could do. And I was like screaming about it last night. There's no way they're going to draft Caleb Williams and keep Justin Fields. Is there? No, I don't think, I don't think that's an option. I don't think that's, that's something that the bears are thinking about. I've heard it suggested by multiple people on multiple outlets. And I'm with you. I think that's the dumbest idea that, 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 that the bears could, could go with here in this quarterback situation. This isn't, this isn't an Alex Smith, Patrick Mahomes situation where Alex Smith and everybody else involved knew he was just sort of a placeholder. You know what I mean? And it was, it was going to be Patrick Mahomes show. It was just a matter of time. Justin Fields, there there are a lot of guys in that locker room that believe in him and, and don't want to see him go anywhere and are going to be rooting for him to win that job and keep that job when he gets in there and will be disappointed if and when Caleb Williams ends up taking the job. I think if you're if you're going to make the switch, you need to make a clean break and make the switch. And maybe if you don't want to start Caleb Williams right away, go get an Alex Smith type. I don't know who that is, but a guy who comes in here and knows that, yeah, he'll be the starter on day one, but at some point he's he's passing the baton on to Caleb Williams. That situation, I don't mind. I don't need to see the rookie play on day one, but it will. I don't think him and Justin Fields, who both seem like nice guys and like they're they're good in a locker room, I don't think you can have both of them in a locker room. I think you're just asking for some kind of rift or divide of a Fields camp and a Williams camp, and I just think that's asking for disaster. I love the uh, conversation around Justin Fields because there's so many people that look at him and say, this is not the guy. Chicago needs to move on, get rid of him. He can't win. He's no good. He can only run. And then – in the same like paragraph, they'll say, "If only the Falcons or Steelers had Justin Fields." And it's like, <laughs> what? What are we doing? If if you, I was trying to think of this the other day. If there's like the maximum ability that Justin Fields can reach, I throw out a number that he's like, because I still think there's room for him to grow. 
and you know we've talked about this. I've I've been a pro Justin Fields guy. Mm-hmm. I thought he was QB one in that draft. Maybe not. Um, who knows? Um, but I I really have liked him. Where do you think he is in terms of the potential that he's reached? I put him at eighty five percent. There's still room for him to be better. If you put him on a better team, he's got resources where he can even grow and get you know better. But I I don't know that. That's that's why I think the Bears go with Caleb is I think you know what Justin Fields is and what he can be. Caleb, he's just more of an unknown, and there is the nature of more potential. That's why I think they go with him. But where do you think Fields is in that uh meter? Yeah, I think I think Caleb Williams might have a higher ceiling than than Justin Fields. That's possible. I just don't know that any any quarterback who plays for the Bears will hit their ceiling, Bart. And I think I think what people are doing when they say that, when they're like, oh, man, just what you just said, Justin Fields is garbage. But if he ended up on the Steelers or if he ended up on the Falcons, what they're admitting is that (laughs) if Justin Fields is in a good situation in like a functional organization that knows what they're doing with the quarterback, that he could be pretty damn good and that the Bears aren't that. And I think Justin Fields, call me crazy, I cushion this now because I used to say top five quarterback was his ceiling. I'll go top five. I'll go top five to ten. I think Justin Fields, oh. if, he has, if he has some protection and some talent around him and some competent coaching, he could be in the top five to ten quarterbacks in this league. Yeah, but again, I think we both agree that it, that's not going to happen in Chicago. So no. it's best for Fields to move on. But then even if you are a Bears fan – and now there's going to be people debating Jaden Daniels and Drake May, and this is the worst time of the year if you like like to consume news and reports because even when one of your most prestigious reporters comes out and says, "Hey, there is a uh, there's a report here that uh, maybe Jaden Daniels will go number one," a few teams like him. Do they, or is that what you were told, and that's what you're reporting on? But the basis of your source is making it up just to get that news out there. So it's just going to be a mess of a couple of weeks. I would see that Caleb Williams is the only really obvious choice they would take. Uh, I don't know that the bears could be moved off that. I think really this is a Caleb Williams or, or nothing. Bart, we're friends, right? We're friends. Can, can I, can I ask you to do something for me? Um, yeah, I want them to, I want them to stick with Justin Fields. I do. If they go with Caleb Williams, I will be 100% behind Caleb Williams and hoping that he's everything that people say that he can be. If they trade Justin Fields and don't draft Caleb Williams and it ends up being (laughs) Drake May or something, I need you – I don't care if you're on the air or whatever the case might be. I'm putting this on you, but you need to check on me. You need to check on me and my mental and physical well-being if that goes down. you're my you're my draft day buddy, and and if the Bears really really screw this thing up, I need you to check and make sure that I'm okay. Because I remember as a Packer fan watching the 2020 draft, oh. and of course I think it's worked out. But they took Jordan Love in that first round, and we were like, "What are they doing? We want a weapon for Aaron Rodgers." But if we don't get anything leaked, and Goodell comes up there. And across the screen, it says, number one, Drake May, QB, North Carolina. That that might be the funniest moment in the history of sports. I will check on you. In fact, you I'm, I'm going to preemptively be with you during the moment. <laughs> I'm going to need somebody with me. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna need a companion that night. No other it's team would I even think that that's a possibility, but the Chicago Bears. One hundred percent a possibility. That is one hundred percent a possibility with the Bears. Well, I would like to track this journey of you as a Bears fan, so I'll be in touch, uh, Rami. Always good to talk with you in any platform or medium. Appreciate your time, and uh, I'll talk to you soon, my guy. Pleasure, buddy. Anytime. We'll talk again soon. That is Rami Makloff, big Bears fan. Uh, if you're in the Chicago area, you may know that guy. 670 The Score from time to time. Check out the Rami and Drew podcast. 855-212-4227-8552. I've done it once every night this week. Every night this week, I'm putting that four in somewhere where it doesn't need to be. So here's my theory. You you host a lot, and you host on a lot of different venues, and that's what it is. I still, I still from time to time want to go 920-923-K107. Yeah, that's definitely a Milwaukee number. No, that that's my Fond du Lac radio station, oh, Wisconsin. Wow. Wow. Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. You probably never heard of it. No, it's where I, no, that's where I'm born, and that is the town. Have you ever heard of Don Gorski? Probably not. But have you ever heard no. of the guy who's eaten thirty two thousand Big Macs? W- wasn't there like a documentary on that? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the that's the guy. Yeah, I went for him once as Halloween. Oh wow! So, or on so, Halloween. So what does that mean? That means you had thirty two thousand uh, McDonald food items, or? I dressed exactly like him, and I carried, like, 10 different Big Macs across all the, yeah. How is he still alive, by the way? All he eats is Big Macs and uh, Diet Coke, and I think he might eat some fries. You see, but there's, but there's, no, but there's no way of verifying that. There's, there's no way of verifying that. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, there is. It's been done, yeah. No, I, no it, it, it's, it's, it's being, it's written, written about. How can we verify that someone had 32,000 Big Macs? Every single time? Is there a clip? Is there a timestamp on it where he ate 32,000 he, Big Macs? He's, he's kept a record. And all you got to do is go and right. if you really need to fact check, they got mm-hmm. the receipts at the McDonald's there on Military Road. Because okay. there's three McDonald's in Fond du Lac, but that one is his specialty. That's the only one he goes to. Okay, so then there's receipts for specific dates where he's had 30- Yeah, there's a lot of other things that we okay. need to be fact checking before we're checking Don Gorski's Big Mac. Well, uh, I, 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 just find it, I just find it very odd that someone has had 32,000 Big Macs. I think what you find odd is that the guy has had 32,000 Big Macs <laughs> and is still alive to eat another one. Well, that's even more odd. You're right. Yeah, that's that's what. Shout, shout out to Don Gorski. 855-212-4227, CBS Sports Radio. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Show heard Monday through Friday, nighttime and nationwide, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio. My name is Bart Winkler. David Shepard's here. Marco Belletti coming up with an update. Talking to my good, good buddy, Rami Makloff, about the Chicago Bears. Also, earlier, the Bartometer eliminated eight teams from the playoffs already next year. Wow, that's unfair, but he did it. He. I shouldn't say that. It is an it. Although I could ask it how it identifies, but I turned it off for the night. I have a question. The, yeah. At, at, I mean, Bart. What? At, at, at what point are we going to admit? And I, you haven't, you haven't, in all, in all fairness, you have not told me this. So I'm not like going by anything that I know. It's just a hunch. 
at what point does this become okay? It's really Bart Winkler. I just, I just, I just want to know for the sake of the audience. Well, I, I don't understand what you're suggesting that I uh, made up a machine uh-huh. to disguise uh, the way that I feel, so that if I had to take criticism for some of my yeah. Hottest takes that I could just say, oh, the machine did it? I feel like this is like a Jimmy Kimmel, Matt Damon thing, where it seems so real because you do such a good job playing that part. But I really feel like at the end of the day, this is an act, and really the Bartometer is you. Now, now, in all seriousness, you have never, ever told me even off the air that this is you and not the Bartometer. But it, uh, when are you going to admit that it's you? You think that somebody who is trying to build a studio in his house but can't figure out how the female parts of an XLR cord don't go together (laughs) is not smart enough to then build a machine, which has its own mind and can tackle some of the greatest sports debates of our time. Okay. Can, can you do me a favor privately? Can you please in the next two hours, send me a photo of you next to the Bardo meter and timestamp it. So I know this thing actually exists. I, I will do no such thing. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I mean, I, I will do no such thing. I, 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 if somebody called, I mean, are you are you gonna call, are you gonna call the uh, pastor or priest at your church and say, hmm, "I'll keep coming if you take a selfie with God"? No. Well, well God is God is omnipresent, though. It, it, it's 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 well, maybe I'm, so is this Bartometer. <laughs> You're comparing the Bartometer to God. I mean, have you seen some of these takes? He said the neighborhood. I mean, you had uh, Bart. I mean, you had the Cowboys as the second most likely team to get win the Super Bowl outside of the Chiefs and 49ers next year. I, I don't. T- I, no, I mean, no, I didn't. The Bardo. Th- th- that's what I'm saying. Like, like how? I mean, yeah. God, God, God would never have the Cowboys in 2024 with Jerry Jones as their g- general manager, de facto, and owner, having the second best chance at anything. I don't know. I, I think what I want to see long term is. Instead of when players win a championship and say, I'd like to thank the man upstairs. <laughs> I'd like to thank the Bartometer for being the one piece of machinery to believe in us. So, right. um, yeah, look, if you don't believe, you don't believe. I, I, I can't do anything to make you believe. I can just continue to tell you what I do and what it does. And okay. that's going to be, you know, your own right. your your own journey, at I some, suppose. At some, at some point, I'm going to get you to admit the Bartometer is really Bart Winkler. But okay. The Bartometer had Brock Purdy as a top ten quarterback. I don't. I don't think that's true. No, but you. Yeah, but you. 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 You did that because you knew. You knew. You knew that people would then assume it's not you doing it because you would never have Bart. Uh, excuse me. You would never have Brock number eight. I mean, you sound crazy, kind of. You sound like you sound like you spend late nights going down rabbit holes about conspiracies. No, I. I just. I just. You just had a little slip there where you said he. And then you said it, and then that like, was what? just that was just me saying. And, I assumed it was a he. Like, a if anything, what should be on trial is my yeah. rush to identify yeah. someone before I know what their pronoun is. Right. That's what should be on okay. trial here, not the existence okay. of my machine. What this reminds me of is like the Oz in the 1939 classic Wizard of Oz, and it's like you know that like someone's on to you at this point, and you're trying to pretend that like you're the actual wizard, even though you're just like a man behind the curtain. But that's just, you know, but that's just a hunch. I'm, I'm going to get you admitted at some point. Look, if you don't want to believe it, you don't want to believe it. I don't know what to tell you. Fair I'm, enough. We're going to keep going to it once a week. Fair enough. No, it's, it's, it's a fun segment. I, I find it very fun and interesting and fascinating, and it's a great it's 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 a great rhythm to the Thursday night uh, showdown. I just I just think it's you. That's all. Okay. Well, yeah. it's not, but 
That's fine. Um, Big Ron is in Jersey. What's up, Big Ron? Oh, I didn't say the results. Uh, the teams that will not make the playoffs this year are going to be the Patriots, Titans, Giants, Panthers, Vikings, Jets, Broncos, and Commanders. Big Ron, what's up? All right, I'm going to tackle some of the stuff you guys have been talking about in in, in uh, reverse order, reverse chronological order here. So the Bartimeter. Um, I would, I would take the jets off that because Aaron Rodgers is going to be back. I don't care how bad you think the coach is. A Rodge will do his magic and get him into the playoffs or at least into contention. I can't, I, you can't say they're eliminated and I'd replace them with the bears. And I disagree with our guy, Rami Makloff, man. He wants Justin Fields still on the team. Justin Fields is a, He's a running back playing quarterback. He was 24th in oh. quarterback rating last year. He was 30th in the league in completion percentage. And he, he was a game manager. How can you be a game manager, throw, Dinkin and Duncan, and be 30th in the league in completion percentage? He made me a lot of old, he made me a lot of money betting his <laughs> rushing overs, man, because he's a running back. That's how they won games down the stretch there when they got hot. He was running all over the place. Okay. Um, but, you know, so, all right, so reverse order. And then you guys were talking about the Big Mac. So yeah, the Big Bart, Mac. Yeah, Don Gorski, yeah. yeah. So, so Bart, are you a Big Mac guy or are you a Whopper guy? Uh, to be honest with you, if it is, if it comes out of a drive through window, I love it. I will eat it. I won't. So I won't. Ever, if I if you put a Big Mac and a Whopper in front of me and you said pick one, I would rush to Wendy's, add a Baconator, and put the three of them together and eat it as one. So you can't differentiate between the three, huh? Well, no, they certainly taste different, and sometimes maybe a mood will strike you a certain way. But I, I mean, I, I love, I love signature fast food hamburgers like I would love, uh, you know, like a parent loves his children. I mean, they're they're all great in their own way. Well, I'm going to go with the 1988 hip-hop classic, It Takes Two, by Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock, and say, I like the Whopper, F the Big Mac. Um, (laughs) You remember that one? I know you were only like, you know, whatever, six years old when it came out, but uh, that's a classic song, Rob Bass, DJ Easy Rock, It Takes Two. You know that one? Yeah, we played that uh, in our kindergarten classes every day. Mm Mm-hmm. When we were oh, doing math, one plus one, two. There you go. There you go. Um, All right. And then I guess um, screw that Panthers fan on Twitter that's giving you a hard time and starting some hashtags. Well, I, th- I think I think, I think the movement here. started with uh, Shep here trying to question the validity of my machine. I, I think there's a there's what? a fans against Bartometer movement. Well, yeah, the Panthers aren't making the playoffs. The Bartimeter's wrong, right? Well, there. no, everybody knows that. They stink. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to leave you with uh, some Wisconsin centric betting picks, okay? So Jordan Love is the fifth, uh, got the fifth best odds to win the MVP last next year, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Patrick Mahomes leads the way. Depending on the book, it's at plus six hundred, plus six fifty, so six to one, six and a half to one. But you only got you only get double the premium for Jordan Love. He's he's at twelve to one. 
uh, mm. fifth best odds. Um, and I love that bet. And at, at, at bet MGM, you can, uh, um, which I know is affiliated with Odyssey and they're like a sponsor. So I can say them, um, you can sure. get Jordan love at plus 1600, uh, 16 to one. I I'd go on that app and, um, hammer that he's going to win the MVP. I'll take well. the Brewers over 77 and a half wins. Okay. You know, that's just ridiculous. Like, uh, didn't they win like almost 90 games last year and what they lost Corbin Burns and that's about it. And added, yeah. you know, Rice Hoskins and added the old, uh, Yankee, Gary Sanchez, uh, yep. Gary Sanchez, chef's old Yankee compadre. Mm-hmm. So, um, so take that. And then you got a big, I know you guys are NBA fans and you're not hockey fans, but you've got a big college hockey game going on tomorrow night in Met. In Madison, you oh, got right. the, the third-ranked Badgers against the fifth-ranked Michigan State um, Spartans. Take the Badgers minus 150 on the money line to solidify their place as a number one seed in the NCAA tournament coming up. All Keep right, Jimmy the Greek. Thanks, maybe. buddy. Appreciate you. All right, man. Take care. See ya. Big run. With a full betting card, get on that college hockey game. You degenerates. Uh, Mike's in Illinois, and then we'll get to Marco. What's up, Mike? Hi, Bart. How are you? Hey, I'm good, Mike. What's up? Congratulations on your new gig on national radio. I really like your show. Um, Thanks, I Mike. Comment, I had a comment um, about the, the gentleman that called in that said the Brewers were possibly one of the worst 50 franchises in the history of professional sports. Okay. That's that's ridiculous. They're one of the most overachieving small market teams in Major League Baseball. And obviously that guy's never been to Amfam Field because that's a pretty good experience. I got that off my chest. And I also wanted to say that I agree with with your assessment and your discussion uh, and Rami Makhlouf's assessment of the Bears and Justin Fields. The Bears can find a way to screw this up. We all know that. And I do not like the owners. And I think that's where their problems begin. I think if you're a Bears fan, Mike, thanks for the call. The the concern you have coming into this draft is history's not on your side. And I don't think that it should necessarily, like, I wish you could look at this in a vacuum. I wish you could, but they can't. Because you did let Patrick Mahomes go. And now Caleb Williams is going to be unfairly compared to Patrick Mahomes because that's the guy you let go uh, for Mitch Trubisky. And so now all of a sudden it's like, well, Caleb Williams needs to be better than Justin Fields. Yeah. But now he needs to be Patrick Mahomes. No, he doesn't. What what you would hope for is with everything that's happened the last couple of years with the picks that they've had and the trades that they made, what would be the best case scenario for Chicago is if they got a quarterback that is better than any other quarterback that they had a chance to get during these two years of having these picks. So that means he would have to be better than anybody that's coming out. If you take Caleb Williams, you got to make sure he's better than Drake may better than Daniels, better than whoever else you might like. Knicks, McCarthy, Penix jr. You got to make sure he's better than fields. And then you probably need to make sure he's better than Bryce young or even CJ Stroud, because you traded out of this pick in the first place. So there's a lot at play here. Plus the hundred years of really never having a, like a, consistently good quarterback and it's going to be, it's going to be tough and we'll see what happens. And 
I think it's very fascinating. Um, I truly, I mean, I, I don't even like when I talk about the bears, not, I don't, I don't even think of being a Packer fan when I'm talking about the bears. It doesn't, it doesn't affect me in any way. This is a fascinating decision because of everything that we've gone over it. I'll do it again. They can make a number one pick and then they can trade Justin Fields. Okay. Whatever. Now you're starting over or you could trade it and then get a bunch of mother picks and really rehab your team. Or if you do that, you've got a quarterback that now needs a big fifth-year option that's going to be like $40 bucks, man. So I think what what is going to win the day is we can get Caleb in here for the first three years under five, six, seven million, rather than we're going to have to pay this fifth-year option on Justin Fields. Our team will be better. We'll have better picks, and they'll be on a rookie scale, but we're paying Justin $45 million. And if you say you're not going to pay him $45 million, that's what the cab went up $30 million. Baker Mayfield might get 40. Jordan Love's getting 50. Who knows how much the Niners are going to try to give Brock Purdy. It's going to get even more insane. These quarterback numbers are going to get more insane. So anytime you can get a quarterback that can play, even if it's not year one, year two, year three, and you get him in in that rookie salary, that's going to be massive if you could do it. And I think the money aspect, not just because the Bears are cheap, but then they're going to have more cap room to use on other parts of the team. 855-212-4CBS. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Here you go, Big Ron, 855-212-4227. This portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. If you're stuck in a timeshare and want out, contact Wesley Financial Group now. Get a free timeshare exit information kit. You can do that at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. We are trying to eliminate teams from the playoffs already before anything even happens. Before the draft, before the trades, before free agency, just get on out of here. Contract the league for a year. You teams aren't going to be a part of it. Greg is in Michigan. Greg, what's up? Oh, Bardo, it's the warrior, Mr. Positive, ready to suck the negativity from your soul. Um, Bite me, Greg. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm just, I'm a little bit uh, geeked. What my LeBron did last night doesn't look good right now, but wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry, story. I got to interrupt. Bart, great. Wait, there's no mention of Cuomo. What? What's going on? Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, everyone loved Chris Cuomo, and uh, great guy. Great guy. Um, mm. Wow, you guys. I don't need uh, nowhere to begin. Um, I love your banter with uh, El Bardo and. Uh, Shep, baby. I mean, you guys, it's fantastic. It's real radio. And I got to tell you, you brought up comedians. Real quick, you two. Who mm-hmm. in your mind is the best comedian alive today? I don't know. Okay. It's, e- I it's, love... e- it's easy. That's an easy answer. No, that's not an easy answer. This D ends with, a, ends with an E. Chappelle? Yep. Dane Cook. No. Yes. Everyone's <laughs> favorite, Mr. Original. No, the the for me it's Seab that I call him Sebastian Maniscalco. 
You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like him. Why? Yeah, he's he's over he's overrated. I'm, I'm his, his oh whole God. his I'm whole shtick is like now nah, his whole shtick is hey when we were kids things were better right uh, no our dads were hitting us oh. with belts every joke's the same. Oh my God, Alberto, I got you fired up, Shep. Don't get me wrong, I love Chappelle. His political analysis, he's uh, you know he uses reality uh, reality like Carlin. For me, the four greatest comedians are Cosby. Pryor, um, uh, 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 Carlin, Robin Williams, and Sebastian Maniscalco, and there's a lot of other great ones. That's, but that's five. Those are, those, well, yeah, those would be the five. The well, five, he should have uh, had a fifth because Cosby. No, no he, was, he didn't have to You can't, have can't, can't listen. Cos, Cosby, what he did is atrocious in the back half of his life, but you can't deny how great he was early on, especially with a sitcom. Mm-mm. Oh my God! Mm-mm. And and I mean the big thing when he did Bill Cosby. Is this what you called? We we had a good thing going here. We got we got football. We got playoffs. Sorry, why sorry, why are we guys. talking about Bill Cosby? I apologize. I apologize. You just when that gentleman you interviewed and he was a comedian. It just um, he is yeah. Got me. But okay. yeah, um, the Jets. And it, it, I'm learning more and more. You guys, it's about the culture. Um, when the guy said about the Jets and. Uh, that it's about culture and everyone's a prima donna. You got to really agree with that, that it is the culture. And, um, you know, the worst teams in football, eh, I don't know. I, you know, I would, you know, the Jets and the couple others that uh, everyone else has mentioned. But, uh, you know, great show, you guys. Great show. Keep it up. Listening and uh, saying hi to uh, Dave from uh, Miami if he's listening. And uh, you guys love you both. Keep going, keep doing it, Elbardo, and Chef. Right. Love you. Great. Have a good night, you guys. Uh, thank you. I added that to the list of questions that I did not have an answer for. I will uh, reiterate this list. It's an ongoing list when people ask me questions, and I don't know how to answer. I jot it down on a um, Google Doc that I have named questions I don't know the answer to. I got another in the last, well, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna read this first. These are the. Sure. This is what I've gathered in two months. Which linebacker do you think covers Kittle, and who puts uh, who do the Niners put on Kelsey in the Super Bowl? Why is Vikings legend Jim Marshall not in the Hall of Fame? When do you think the Chiefs will change their name? Which current NFL player do you think will make the best head coach someday? Do you think Bronny even wants to play with LeBron? Take all the athletes in any sport and have them fight to the death. Who wins? Should the Patriots take Marvin Harrison Jr. instead of a quarterback? What are your thoughts on Jervon Dexter with the Bears? And who is the greatest comedian alive today? Those are all the questions that I have gotten so far that I have not had an answer to. Do you have another one for me, Shep? Why is Adam Lefko doing TNT games? Ernie must be off. No, I, I understand that. Why, why is he second? He stinks. Why is Adam Lefko doing TNT games? Aren't you, like, in the media where you want to make connections? I couldn't care less about Adam Lefko. I think he's a fraud. I don't think he's a nice guy. Um, I also think he's very ordinary at what he does. I'm not going to deny he's been successful, but I think there's a thousand guys in our industry that can do that job better. Myself included, by the way. Why is again? Why is Adam Lefko on TNT with Shaq? Have you ever Charles? applied to be Ernie Johnson's backup? Well, I love it here so much at CBS Sports Radio, and I love it at SNY, and I love it on SiriusXM NBA Radio. I'm content with where I am right now. I don't. I would never leave. This is this is my bar. This is my uh, this is my home. In all seriousness, like I would never leave CBS Sports Radio. And that and if I had to do that job, I would have to. I th- I, th- I think you would leave. Uh... 
being on this show to go hang out with Kenny, Shaq, and Charles. I don't know. Shaq. I don't. I don't. I don't know about that. <laughs> why? Why? So I could insult half the NBA with those guys? I'm. I'm good. I'll, I'll pass. You insult basically the whole. The other day, you just randomly started crapping on Cleveland. Well, that would be perfect for you. No, that was, but that was that was tongue in cheek. I'm, I'm, I'm not. That, okay. was, that was more a joke all because right. LeBron has all left right. Cleveland high and dry twice. That's all that was. Uh, I do have a buddy in Cleveland. He was upset that I didn't uh, come more to Cleveland's defense. It is a great city. My buddy it Travis is. Coyne. I would like to shout out uh, my best friend. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. I got a minute here for a minute and a half. Let's get Chris in Alabama. Hey, Chris. Hey, how are you? Hey. Hey, so question about the Bears and really just draft strategy as a whole. You know, if you talk to any football coach at any level and you say, hey, what's the most important thing when it comes to winning a football game, across the board they're going to tell you the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. And these teams that get these early draft picks are doing it because typically – they got quarterbacks that throw picks and get sacked because their line stinks. So why is the solution constantly, let's just draft another quarterback? Like how many quarterbacks have to keep going early in number one, number two, number three? How many, how many times does that have to happen before GMs begin to realize, hey, maybe if we just build the line of scrimmage up first, we can draft a guy on the back end of the draft put him behind a really good line, and he's going to be better than a crappy line with a number one draft pick quarterback. Well, you know, I agree with you about, uh, thanks for the call, your assessment that the offensive line is important, but who who have been the offensive line that have gone number one recently? Eric Fisher, he stunk. Uh, 1989. Remember in 1989 when the Cowboys took Troy Aikman and the uh, Lions took Barry Sanders and the Chiefs took Derek Thomas? And the Falcons took Deion Sanders. Well, you know who went number two sandwiched in there? Tony Mandrich, the tackle from Michigan State. He sucked. And quite frankly, if this draft, if we were debating between, like, Drake May, Jaden Daniels, Caleb Williams, they could trade Justin Fields. If we were debating the three offensive linemen who the Bears are going to take, this this would not hold water. So I don't know why it's that way, but I thank God it's, it, I, it is. Or we're not talking about the draft at all, because that ain't sexy. No one, no one's, no one's pouring over. Well, I think they should take this offensive lineman, but then then they'd have to trade that left tackle. Nobody cares. Quarterbacks make the money; they're the engine. Patrick Mahomes doesn't always have the greatest offensive line. That center, I think he was a plant from the Niners. He had what three good snaps that whole Super Bowl? Terrible. Quarterbacks are still. The straw that stirs the drink. I get what you're saying about the trenches. Very important. But at the top of the draft, it's always going to be those guys under center. CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 